to our book club, A Couple That Reads Together. My name is Paula. And my name is Mike. This is episode one of our podcast. Excited? Numero uno. Yeah. <laughs> Today we will be discussing our latest read, which is The Last by Hannah Jameson. We are going to be a little bit of a spoiler-free review at the beginning, and then we'll dig into details afterwards. So you can stay for the first part, even if you haven't read the book. Shall we do a little summary? Yeah. So the last tells the story of a group of 20 survivors who are staying in this um, hotel. hotel. It's in the middle of nowhere in Switzerland. Got a quick test. What's the name of the hotel? Uh, oh, it's in French. Hotel. So Le. it's a... I don't yeah. retain anything they said in a different yeah. language. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Switzerland. Uh, and something's happened. It's the end of the world. And it tells the story of these 20 survivors. And they discover a body. So one of them, the character that we follow, John, um, is trying to solve the mystery of this, you know, someone around them could be a murderer. Whilst also dealing with the fact that the world has just ended. Indeed. So, if we do some quick ratings, yeah. what yeah. was yours? Oh, I should have thought about this before. You go first. I have two ratings. Okay. So, if I look at it just from a very objective point of view, mm -hmm. I will give a three stars. It was okay. Objectively, three stars. Objectively, three stars. Subjectively. Subjectively. The thing is, when I read the description of the book, I thought it was going to be more focused on the mystery. I think I was quite focused also in the whole survival part. Mm. Um, so it didn't really meet my expectations on the end. So that for me will be just two stars. So That's what is your bad. rating? You can't have two so, ratings. Personally, it's a two-star. A two-star, okay. But not to say that it's a bad book. It's just... No, it's not. Um, not what I was hoping for. Mm. I think I'd give it a three. I'm somewhere between three and 3.5, but it's not quite a 3.5, so I'm going to go with a three. 3.25. I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> I would if I... If I can give it a 3.12, I'd give it a 3.12. <laughs> so... I enjoyed it. It is lacking in areas. I think it falls flat at times. I think the some of the characters are developed quite well. The other characters are not developed whatsoever. And I like a good plot twist. I don't think the plot twist was very good at yeah, all. I think no, it was kind of lame. It wasn't. The whole the, the mystery yeah. itself, I found disappointing. The zero payoff. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, indeed. Uh, the survival part of it, the whole mm. more apocalyptic thing, I think it was all right, but also it wasn't groundbreaking. It no. was. I mean, I don't really have much experience. I've never read anything like this before. Yeah, but not even just reading. Think of any sort of media that surrounds about around mm. the end of the world and survival. They all they always touch in the same themes. Uh, that's why I was very excited. To think, oh, it's the end of the world, fine solving a murder mystery. Mm. I thought that was a very fun premise. Yeah. It just didn't deliver 
the way that I was hoping that it will be. Yeah. Parts of it is good. Other parts are not so good. Yeah. I think the good bits I really enjoyed. I couldn't wait to get back to listening to it the next day. There was big chunks where I really enjoyed it. So I'm probably more, I'm over 2.5 because I enjoyed it more than didn't enjoy it. Um, but the big payoffs are not there. I agree. So, but would you recommend if someone reads it? Probably depends on what they're looking for. If they're look, looking for a very good thriller, murder mystery, I would say no. Mm, yes, not that. Shall we do spoilers? Yes. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. So, if you haven't read the book, this is the point that you hop off and come back after reading it. Let's do spoilers. Let's do it. Shall we start with the end? Start with the end? We're going to yeah. go straight in? Yeah. Okay. It's lame. <laughs> it's lame. It There's is. this very thinly veiled story about Nathan's dad, like, what, maybe halfway or two-thirds way through the book where you find out, like, Nathan's story and it's, like, just sort of pa a passing side comment thing. And it then was. you're supposed to be really shocked when he's trying to buy the hotel and he, for some reason, religiously sacrificed a young girl he didn't know in a water tank. Like, it makes no sense. It it's was just stupid. so bad. I absolutely hated it. I really hate books that the twist is you never see it coming because mm. there was no way that you could ever imagine that. Like, yeah. there are no clues. Yeah. There is no foreshadowing. There is... It's just absolutely random thing happening. Yeah. And... It also doesn't fit. And was like... It doesn't okay, fit with the story. It it's doesn't pay off. Like, you're... Just... I was... All the book... Just... I said, I, it, there wasn't enough... Solving of the mystery for me as we were going on the book. Parts of it were okay. Uh, There's parts where he was... Invest where John was investigating... And it's quite interesting. Yeah, but it was so much destruction with, you know, the, the whole surviving part. Yeah. That I think it was the mystery ended up being like a secondary plot rather than the main one. Yeah. And by the end of it, it just doesn't pay off. It's just this random guy killing a random girl. I'm trying to think what point in the story it was, but there, I'm not sure if it is when John and Rob got back to the hotel after going out searching for the group. Yeah. And they come back to Gunpoint. There's a point around there somewhere where something big has happened where, like, now it's clear there are people out there, there are like survivors there eating people. This is very dangerous, far more dangerous than. They first fought. Yeah. His little light-hearted investigation into this murder that no one else cared about was kind of cute for a while, but no one else cared and they thought he was silly. But then his focus gets shifted to there's an actual threat to our lives out there. And there's a point where he comes back and just continues. I think it's the point where Dylan and uh, Dylan, Rob and Nathan go out looking to get cell signal. And... Um, he, John gets elected leader whilst they're gone yeah. and it's like this big situation now going on and it's, just, and it's like okay now we're going to give them, I think they decide they're going to give them three days and if they don't come back they're going to leave and they leave a meeting saying everyone start packing your stuff and basically they're going to leave and we're ready to go Yeah. and then from there he turns around and just restarts investigating this 
dead girl. And it's just like, this dead girl is so irrelevant to everything that's going on right now. What are you still doing, like, pursuing this? Like, yeah. it's, it doesn't fit with the story at all. I think it's, for him, a way of just have something, something to, not something to do, but something to keep, to keep his Occupy mind. His mind yeah. yeah. And they use away it, from that. they use it as that for write the book. Mm. except at this point where shit just got real yeah. and there's cannibals outside your door it no longer fits the story yeah he's i think his concern is oh well someone here could be a murderer yeah. so it's my responsibility to uncover them mm. maybe it's just me but yeah before maybe. we get off the twist where where does what does it ever talk about what nathan's dad actually does before he has his epiphany no. and turns to god i don't think so well actually when he's telling the story of when he left i can't remember and Nathan's telling the story yes i'm pretty sure it says something like he's lost all the the company money uh like whatever business they had has gone bankrupt right okay i do remember that but i don't think there's anything more specific on there but after that, they don't really say if he's gone back to the hotel or not. And, and just what is he has doing? He suddenly wants to... Money to try and buy this hotel. Just silly. Yeah. It's just silly. The other twist that I also... I saw coming from a mile away was the, the Sophia twist. That she killed yeah. the owner. Yeah, the husband. I thought that was so obvious. Like when they were hiding, you know, Sophia and Dylan yeah. are hiding something. I was like, well, I mean, they obviously didn't kill the girl. Yeah. So they are going to be hiding something yeah. that is irrelevant. You could just see it And then when they out. find the body of the owner, I was like, I mean, yeah. obviously they, they kill him because he's a bad person. Yeah. Like you just know that's coming. So Sophia is a character you're not supposed to hate. She's killed someone. So the only way they could possibly have her kill someone and you don't hate her is that person's a bad person. Oh, but so it's okay. Yeah. It, was a, it was a good murder. And how is it will happen to say, oh, yeah, I did kill this guy because he yeah. tried to tried to attack me, tried to rape, rape me. me. Yeah. Um, you know, don't don't worry. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't follow that lead. That's all right. Worry about the girl. Mm. <laughs> yeah, silly. It was silly. I will say, though, that there was this part before the the Sophia part was revealed. I think it's at the part that he is in Dylan's room and he finds um, a suitcase. A suitcase and this woman, I cannot remember her name. Tanya. Nadia, Tanya. Tanya. Um, that is his wife. He, she starts saying basically that he's going crazy. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was good because I was actually really hoping mm. that maybe that was the twist mm. maybe he's the crazy guy maybe he's killed someone mm. maybe he's forgetting things because he can't remember what happened on that first day for a very long time yeah um, that would have been so far thought, more interesting yeah so maybe he's the evil one all the time and also throughout the book he keeps he doesn't talk a lot about himself yeah. so you just start the book thinking oh you know family man in a little bit of a rocky marriage, but as a, a good guy. You just go thinking, this is a good person. He's caring about other people mm. and all that. And I think as the book goes on, you start seeing that he's a bit 
of a not very nice person Mm. (laughs) and i think that would have been a good twist like Mm. in in the in the trauma of the event he's forgotten what he's done and he did something horrible Mm. and that would have been more interesting so i did like the whole investigated you know am i crazy Mm. Um, that would be much better yeah that would be much better Mm. so it it got good there for a minute then. There were good. There was good parts, though. I, some of the, the tense parts towards the end when Rob and John go out to the supermarket looking for dinner and stuff, and they confront those guys. That is super tense. Mm. That is really enjoyable. When they go to the supermarket the first time, bump into that group that John knew. That was really good. The sort of group arguments and the character building and relationship building of like John and Tommy and stuff I thought was very good yeah and the dynamic being built in the hotel with Tanya and Dylan being that I thought that was all very good it's very believable it felt like a real situation it did I think all those parts were not a mystery like all that was part of the um survival Mm. theme and those parts I think were written okay yeah but also, they were written that there was nothing surprising, like how many books and movies have we seen where it's the end of the world and is each one trying to look after themselves, yeah. people eating each other because of lack of food. There's nothing that oh, I was, oh my goodness, that's mm. groundbreaking. It's just the same old story of yeah. a survival, which is not bad per se, it's just... I, it's good. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me at times of um, the Walking Dead video game season one. It reminded me a lot of that. Very much, the world's just ended. Mm. Here's some character building. Get to know these people. I like that a lot. The part where uh, the Dutch guy tries assaulting Mia. Yes. Tries assaulting someone. Yeah. And they have a group vote, and they sentence him to death, and they go shoot him. That is all very good. I really enjoyed that. And then they go back to get the body. The body's gone. And that's all a big reveal. Like, And then they don't come back and tell anybody. Like That was brilliant. I really enjoyed all that. That was excellent. That yeah. made up for the terrible ending. Uh, I think the middle was, was very strong. I think I'd say maybe the beginning was quite slow. I think it quite slow to get into it. But that's probably quite normal, I guess. Like, Right? Um, I actually, I thought the beginning was okay. Because even though I had read that the book was about obviously the murder i at the when I, I think it's the first like real chapter you know there is lots of little chapters at the yeah. beginning and then you have the actual Maybe long that's what one I mean by slow yeah when they found the body on that first chapter i was actually taken aback i was not expecting it even though i knew yeah. it was a whole murder case I still wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, dear. And when, when it was a little girl, it, I really mm. struggled with that. So I, I like that. And then he kind of starts with investigation almost straight away. Yeah. And then he starts getting distracted with these other things happening. And that's, for me, when it starts getting slow. Maybe not so much slow as not on point mm. to what, where I wanted it to be. Okay, then. So this leads me to what I just said about slow this leads me to another point and that is obviously I'm listening to an audiobook so oh, yeah. how was it to listen to the audiobook 
and the beginning was very jarring and very confusing and I didn't like it at all at the beginning and maybe that's why I felt it was slow because by the time I kind of got used to it it was kind of past the beginning excitement and it was the slow character building and it kind of felt slow um, so some background I don't read books listen to audiobooks this book is one person putting on accents because obviously they're at international hotels so there's lots of different nationalities and there's one person doing accents and he drifts off accents and into accents at times which makes it confusing to be like so john would john is american he'll finish talking and then let's say like nathan will start talking and nathan's australian and it'll be a heavy emphasis on the australian and then it will fade away to like a generic accent. And then you forget like who's talking. <laughs> and I didn't like that. But also just the layout of the book too. There's there is so many, what was there? It must have been like six, seven, ten, maybe like very like ten second chapters. Yeah, they were very short. They were just, it was, it just little so snippets yeah. of what was happening. And because I'm listening on a commute in the car, it just happened that I'd listened for 15 minutes and I stopped. And then when I come back, I was like, trying to find where I was and, and trying to understand what on earth was going on yeah and I basically had to go back and do most of it again because it just made no sense there's accents everywhere you don't know who these characters are on yet you don't know what their nationality is so you don't just click into it straight away eventually that stuff disappears into the background and you kind of don't hear it so much but at the beginning it's very jarring and it yeah. wasn't very good it, it does have a, a complicated start oh for that sure if yeah. you don't have a little bit of um context yeah you can get easily confused on what is happening. Maybe if I had been sat in a quiet room by myself and was listening to it, it may have been easier to digest and I could have maybe took it in a little bit easier. But because I'm driving and I just happened to stop about 15 minutes in and then continue later in the day, and I was trying to find my place, maybe that just made it more confusing than it actually was. But it wasn't a seamless start. Mm. So characters, you said some of them fell flat you some of them just weren't developed at all yeah the uh the french people at one point they're like blaming tommy for yeah. voting for faux trump essentially is what what they're really getting at <laughs> yeah um but those people before that and after that have nothing to do really no real part of it yeah they give you this list of the the survivors at the very beginning yes. which probably doesn't I register as the same it's on not the audiobook. so good audiobook no. um but i kept forgetting who everyone was out of you know the main mm. cast um with all these other characters peter yeah sasha mia and the guy that kill yeah i kept getting them mixed up from chapter to chapter and i think well until the <laughs> probably two-thirds into the book i didn't actually get my head around to who was whom so then i was thinking oh was this the person that did this mm. five chapters ago because honestly i didn't remember them back when i read that i didn't know if, if they were relevant so they were very forgettable i don't think before the whole thing where the dutch guy tried raping mia i don't even really remember peter being in a book at all and then all of a sudden he's there and he's sided with this guy and then he goes and shoots him in the woods, which also was silly because he goes and whispers something in his ear yeah. before he shoots him. 
and then he runs away, but he shoots him in the head. I thought they were he was plotting his escape. Yeah, but what else would um, he be doing? Like because why would you volunteer to kill your friend? Yeah, but and then and, we go up and, and whisper then, something yeah. or talk to him in his own language that no one understands. Maybe then he runs away. I don't know. <laughs> and I thought for sure, like when he shot him, I thought, ah, oh, he's just shot one into the trees and he's pretending to be dead and he's going to sneak off or something. But he popped him clean in the head and killed him. Mm. What on earth was that about? Maybe he told him, "I'm not going to kill you," <laughs> and then did anyways. Silly. Gave him a bit of hope. <laughs> silly. Yeah. So so Peter. Like, tell me something about Peter. Tell me, tell me one thing about Peter. Well, there is a whole scene where he's interviewing Peter and he says that he works with children. And I didn't realize that that was Peter until the very end. I completely forgot that. That he's, that he's like, oh, I want you to do your job and interview the children. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was that, the guy that talking. That didn't click with me. I completely forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, it's uh, loads of stuff like that because they're not properly introduced. They yeah. just kind of tell you a bit, a name here, a name there. And people yeah. keep dying at the beginning all the time. Yeah. So, like, you worry about learning the names of yeah. some of these people and they last two chapters and, and they kill themselves. So, hard there's to not, There's not that many key characters in it. They only develop half of them, really. Yeah, but I think that's normal. Because yeah, that's, like, your main cast yeah. is maybe I just the don't. main cast. Yeah, I don't have much experience reading books, so... But... Listening to books, even. I wanted to talk about first Tommy because yeah. I thought she was a very interesting character. I want to know what you were was writing in your notes about Tommy the other day. You were right, Tommy was Tommy was something or other. <laughs> so I think Tommy is a character that I found very interesting, very well developed because in first instance she she's a dick. She only looks out for you know number one. She's stealing resources from everyone. She's like. Oh yeah, you know, this this is getting bad. Let me let me take as much as I can all for myself. Yeah. Um, you know that she voted for whatever fake Trump is happening that you don't get the full picture of, and she's confrontational. She says some terrible things, but I found myself caring for her. Like mm, yeah. I was like, yeah, you go, like. She's the best character in the book. He, I think that's because... She has guts. Yeah. She's brave. She's a dick, right? Yeah. In the real world, in non-apocalyptic world, she's a dick. Mm. In an apocalypse, she's... Extremely she's, useful. <laughs> she's strong, narrow-minded, like brave. All of the things that you need to be a good character in that world, she, she has it. She's brilliant. Yeah. She's, she's a good character. Much better than John. John sucks. I did not like John. Yeah, John sucks. <laughs> so terrible. He's such a whiny... I think Ugh. I see John as the guy who thinks he's a... He's a good guy. Quote-unquote, yeah. good guy. He does. But he's a terrible husband. Yeah. Terrible father. His family literally don't... His family survived the apocalypse, mm. as did he, against all odds, and they do not want him to come back. Yeah. I mean, if you were... On the other side of the world, in no. the middle of apocalypse, I will say, love. Yes. Done. But <laughs> how like, how is he even going to go to the message? The message that they deliver is not like don't come because <laughs> a word you might die. Yeah. It's just don't come. Yeah. Like we just don't want you here. Like it's You've a very <laughs> it's a very different message. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so John sucks. Um, 
I like Dylan. Dylan was a good character. Good for a story, at least. Like, I think he was a good leader. He was, good he for was a story. very good leader because you find usually on all these sort of post-apocalyptic scenarios, the leader tends to be very... Maybe bossy is not the word, but they will make choices by themselves mm. without actually counting on all the people. And I really like that all the major decisions he made with everyone. Yeah. And I thought that was very good. Yeah, definitely. Mm. See, I'd probably have a different opinion of characters based entirely on their accent, which you just don't have. <laughs> but Nathan wasn't a bad character, but he just annoyed me because he had a terrible Australian accent. So I have a, I have a, I have a, a different image on him based entirely on what he sounded like. Tanya's um, quite good. Yeah. Don't get much from Tanya. A little bit. I think the bits you get are quite good and she's kind of overworked and by the end she's saying like no one ever comes to talk to her unless they've got a problem and stuff. Yeah. That was quite interesting. I, with Tanya, there was a bit at the beginning that made you think that maybe she was part of the mystery and that never goes anywhere, which annoyed me a bit. Which part? I can't remember. There's a scene where he's going back to the hotel with the um, Japanese lady whose name I cannot remember. Yuki Yabari. There you go. Where's that, eh? And... Uh, and Tanya's coming out of the back door and they are all, she's acting oh, suspicious yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah. what is she doing? Going from the back door. Going through a back door. And Never that's mentioned it. again. And it's like, what was the point of that? The only time they ever mention exits ever again is, oh, there's cannibals in the forest. Let's go back and lock the doors. Yeah. Maybe they just use reference to the back door. So we, we knew there were more doors. So, yeah, of course, no, but they made it sound as if it was suspicious yeah, that she suspicious. was going that way, yeah, and, and then nothing happened of it, which was strange. Mm. Yeah, I, really. I love not character wise, I love that they're all so naive about what a what the contamination will be, yeah, and they're all happy that it's raining and trying to collect rainwater, yeah. And straight away, I was thinking. Uh, I'm not sure that's do. a great idea. But, make, the... but if if the choice is between con lightly contaminated rainwater or water contaminated by a dead person rotten inside it, I think I might take the contaminated. I mean, rain, the I'm not saying that I wouldn't, but maybe they could have more. start thinking of some alternatives yeah. of water sources. Yeah, that's silly. <laughs> because and the, and the. The explanation at the end is like, oh yeah, we should have thought of that, but we didn't think of that. Yeah, so you're basically all, all yeah, dead. Like, well, you're that's all dead. Just, um, what else was I going to say? Just say something else then. No, it's gone. Well, I did have something um, that I found interesting the way that, that they wrote it. And it's, I'm going to call it the before. I really like how they wrote it, that they were just giving you clues of what was happening. Like you knew something was happening with the president, I guess, of the United States, like maybe a political party, I don't know what they were doing, but you know that people was rebelling against that, that they're blaming Tommy because she voted for D, but you never get yeah. the full picture of what happened. Yeah. That what has happened that has made the entire world mm. hate the United States so much. Mm. And I like that. I like the, the not knowing. I feel like if they had given a full picture, it will have lost when, a when lot. When did this book come out? I don't 2019, know. 2019, 2019 I want to say. Yeah, I think it's 19. Uh, I'm sure it's taking inspiration yeah. from loads it's of chats around. It's taken massive inspiration from, from the Trump administration. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has. Yeah, and it makes sense. Like, that was a big rhetoric at the time, so it makes sense to write a book around that. 
not give too much information to let you use your imagination and fill in the blanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Doesn't really explain why Europe was getting nuked, but well, because they never know who did any of the of the nuking. Like they don't know who's shot first. Uh, they have they have um, worldwide satellite systems. They can see where uh, nukes are. I'm, I'm sure from. someone knows, but yeah. the. Well, the so characters if, don't know. Oh, the characters. I thought you meant the American government. No, no, no. <laughs> like, there's a nuke coming. Let's nuke everybody on the planet just in case it was them. <laughs> Sounds logic. Yeah. Uh, it was in 2019, 2019 that it came out, yeah. So that makes sense. Mm. On another thing that I thought halfway through the book when I was already getting annoyed by it was this book is just trying to be so many too many things. Mm. It's trying to be a, a murder mystery. It's trying to be post-apocalyptic survival but also the whole is this something paranormal yeah that thing. stuff is rubbish too i i was annoyed by that and i kept thinking i'm pretty sure it's not going to be paranormal mm. and then at the very end it ends on a religious and like a oh was it paranormal after all so i was like why why so many things i think if it had just yeah, stuck right. to one thing it will have been better. Yeah. But, Jack of all trades, master of none. It was a terrible murder mystery. Yeah. Because there was no mystery to the murder. <laughs> and the result was terrible. The survival stuff was good. The religious yeah. ghost stories were strange. Yeah. Well, but they the never, business with the little boy. Never like, leaned I into anything. Yeah. yeah. Where does it go? It doesn't go anywhere. Mm. Like, just... What is happening? Why are you giving me all this? Unless we've missed something. Maybe the little boy in the corner is meant to be the devil that came out of his dad or something. <laughs> That's even weirder. Awful, yeah. Just, just it would have been it would have been a better story if it didn't have any of that stuff in it, and the murder mystery you'd actually made a murder mystery. Yeah. Like you could have very easily in that situation made it a murder mystery. Literally anything could have happened. Yeah. And then they literally chose the most random thing they could think of. Yeah. Conclusion. Not really. Free star. Not the best book. <laughs> Free star. It was a good book. I enjoyed it. It had, it had, definitely had flaws. The audio book was part of it for me. But overall, I enjoyed it more and I didn't enjoy it. Three out of five. I'm glad you enjoyed it more than me. So. And what are you giving it? I'm giving it a two. A two? I'm giving it a two. That's pretty harsh. It is. But for me, it just wasn't it. Okay, fair enough. I think... The expectations that you have gone into a book Maybe. make a lot of what your final writing is going to I be. I like to, I've, I've learned in a very short time that I want to be given a book and just read it. Yes. I don't want to see anything on the back. I don't want to know anything about it. Just give me the book. Yeah. Is it something you think I'll like? Is it what kind of genre is it? Okay, give it me and I'll read it. Yeah. Don't I think sometimes it's better to go blind. Yeah. Anyways. So that concludes the first episode. Episode one wow. of a couple that reads together. Nice. Excellent. Well done. So if you like it, give us a comment. Maybe some suggestions of future books. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Yeah. What kind of books are we after? Sci-fi. I like I like thrillers and murder mystery mm. type. Good plot twist. Plot twisty type things. Yeah. Yeah. Sci-fi. Not crazy sci-fi. Yeah. If you can just, if someone Accessible could just sci-fi. find versions of Recursion <laughs> and just recommend them to me because I've really enjoyed that book. I want more Recursions, please. I'll even set, settle for a dark matter. <laughs> we'll find something. So, a month time and we'll, we'll do it again for another book. 
Perfect. Excellent. Let's do that. Thank you for listening. Thank you.